Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of What Do You Want to Talk About? My name is John, and it has been over three years since I did an episode of this podcast, but due to the nature of the state of the world, I decided to bring it back, and I am joined by my friend Matt. Matt, hello. Hello. Um, Matt, how do we know each other? John and I were, I, I think it's okay to say we were best friends in high school. I, I would confirm that, yes. From about, from sophomore geometry onward. Oh my goodness. Um, uh-huh, yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> um, and I got him involved in drama, he got me involved in wrestling and punk music, and we never looked back. No, it's just been off off into the, the wild blue yonder since then. <laughs> Yeah, so we've known each other since since high school, and that'd be nineteen ninety eight, fall of nineteen ninety eight. We're in the <sighs> same geometry crack. Now, who was our teacher? Was it Mister Mister Delaney? Delaney, there we go. He was I a character. This will be interesting because I have this freaky memory where I probably couldn't tell you what I had for breakfast this morning. <laughs> <laughs> or like what the first thing my wife said to me when she woke up this morning was, but I can tell you like what you were wearing the first day that we met at, well, it's a shot in the dark, but it was either a Misfits t-shirt or an Austin 316 shirt. That's, I can't remember. That sounds about right. Sounds like in the, in the area of my genre at the time. John, John circa 1998 was all black t-shirts. All yeah, and nothing much has changed. <laughs> it's uh it's a very interesting you know just how my style has i think the only thing i don't really wear anymore which i used to wear a lot of would be cargo pants i was gonna say cargo shorts like real or cargo cargo shorts. yeah or the cargo shorts or the other thing i don't wear anymore which you know i feel has gone completely out of style is the big old wallet chain Yes, you (laughs) all wore that, which I always thought was so funny. Like, what are you worried about? We don't have any money. Yeah, I know. It's like I didn't most (laughs) of the time my wallet had no money in it. So it was I think it was a style thing. And I had a big old one. Sure. I mean, Green Day wore them. So, you know, (laughs) like and what was funniest about that is that I was a preppy kid. Oh, like I was, I was a walking old Navy poster boy. Like the only person more preppy than me was Brett Dalton. Oh, Brett so. Dalton already bringing out name dropping <laughs> the I famous one. Yeah. The famous one that I taught how to act. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm kidding. Oh, was, and was way better than me by the time. Uh, well, I mean, you could, you could say we were the jump off point because he had we such were. a, he had such a good time acting in my favorite year, I believe. Well, the first one was one, one flew over cuckoo's, cuckoo's nest. nest. Yeah, and then and then my favorite year was he and I in the leads, 
And like he got accepted to Yale and I was like, dude, of course he got accepted to Yale. He's Brett Dalton. He's <laughs> class president. He's an Abercrombie model. Well, that's not true, but he looked like one. Yes. And still looks like one. And can like, of course he's going to get into Yale because he's super smart and all this stuff. He's got all the grades lined up. And yeah. And then he went into drama and I was like, really? Changed his major. Okay, cool. <laughs> he changed his major, yeah. which is crazy. But all, I mean, like, it, it, I think it paid off for him. I mean, he was hey, one of when, my favorite when parts. comes calling, you, uh, yeah, you answer. Oh, he's the best part. The best part of Agents of Shield. I, I absolutely love him. I'm sad that he was, uh, <laughs> I mean, spoilers, I guess, for anyone who hasn't watched that. He was murdered like 40 different times. <laughs> That's why they kept bringing him back to kill him. Because he's so good. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, him and then Fitz and Simmons were oh, the best parts yes. of that show. That last season of that show is coming up soon. I'm excited, or maybe I, it's not, not. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't watch season six because reasons, and then like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait till they finish so I can just go through the whole thing. Yeah, it's getting wild. I'll tell you that much. It's yeah, and, it's and all kind of yeah for this show off yeah. the wall. Oh yeah. It somehow got wilder. I don't know how, you know, it did, but it did. Um, so, yeah, excited for that show to come back. Brett Dalton, my goodness. I've known. I bet, he, I've known I Brett, bet he'll be back. Oh, he, be, he better be. He, he should be. be. Uh, I've known Brett since the, I think, the fifth grade all the way through. What, what, which middle? Did you go to Campbell Middle? I went to, I went to Castro, which I think turned into Campbell. <sighs> Okay, yeah, and I was Rolling Hills. Yeah, so. and then before that, I went to Latimer. Shout out to South Bay. Yeah, shout out to the, to the Bay Area. <laughs> uh, so we went to Westmont High School together, graduating class of 2001. What it is. And so tell me, tell me a little about, because my memory is also pretty good, but I completely forgot that we had math together. That's how we met um, was in geometry. And we this is right at the advent of this thing, kids that are listening, this thing called computers yes. and the Internet. Oh, and our very old man, Velcro shoe wearing. I don't even know if he's alive. And if he's not, that's unfortunate. Yes, he was actually a, he was as odd as odd as he was. He was a great teacher. Yes, absolutely. Um, he had us do website projects. Now and it's coming back to me. It's coming yep. back to me. I was and at I remember, a table with Ryan Rapucci, right? At first you might've been, we, you moved to the same table as me at one point. Yes. And the other two at our table, I can't remember who they were, but they were very quiet girls. Oh boy. Um, oh, and anyone that knows me, uh, knows that I'm not quiet. I've never been quiet. <laughs> no, um, and so our first website project, I kind of steamrolled the whole thing. Now this nowadays we would have done as a Google, what's it called? A Like a Google meeting or a Google, the, the a Google G-chat. version of PowerPoint. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but n- at this point we made full on websites with hyperlinks. So this is our introduction to HTML. Yes. Um, and I steamrolled everybody. I was like, okay, we're going to do drum and bugle core. Because yes. I'm a I'm a percussionist. I'm a been a professional percussionist since we left high school. Actually before we left you, high school. You before. Gigging. Come on. You've always been professional. Let's Right. Thank <laughs> you. Um I didn't start making real money until well no, wait, I still don't. Um oh. but you know, we do what we can. Um and then 
so I oh, drum and bugle corps because I'm this big marching band nerd and still am. That's I teach drumline here at Lakeville North High School in Lakeville, Minnesota. Mm, boy, um, we'll get into how I got here eventually. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, and then we're like, oh great. And then we were chatting at one point, and you were wearing Austin three sixteen, and my parents did not let me watch the wrestling. No, did not let you watch the wrestling, and then at all, and then. Old John, John Pingle happens. came along <laughs> and ruined everything. And we were like, hey, wrestling rings are are like squares. Boom. We're in. Yes. <laughs> and so and that I remember the first argument we had was a WCW versus WWF kind of argument. Oh boy. Uh, I was a huge Sting fan. Yeah. Huge Sting fan. And then John introduced me. I remember the first piece of advice you ever gave me was a website. You told me to go to lordsofpain.net slash index2.html. <laughs> Let's see. I know it's still up. Oh, it's still there because I still use it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Oh. And, and, yes, Mr. Tito. Shout out to Mr. Tito. He's still writing columns for that website. Amazing. 20 years later. Wow. Yeah, man. Man, that used to be my news source. <laughs> yeah, I would go there all the time. That's still my news source. Although I mostly get it from uh, Cultaholic mm. and and what culture now because I like British humor. Yes. So <laughs> deadpan. Give me that. I mean, no, I only listen to that hashtag show with John. <laughs> Great Product plug. Placement. Thank you so much. Checks in the mail, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All like zero dollars. <laughs> Yay, zero dollars! I love it. It's it's not that much, but it's well. You it's have not to compete nothing. with you have to compete with Corey Graves now. So, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he knows that. No. So yeah, we made that website project, and it just kind of steamrolled from there. And then, is this the time that I talk about the Phoenix Triad? Yes. And then how this came about? Okay. So going into summer uh, after freshman year. I had a bunch of, this is pre-John. Yes. I had a bunch of friends over to watch George of the Jungle. Great movie, Brendan Fraser. Oh my gosh, if you've not seen it, all of you listening, <laughs> you have to find it because it's hysterical. Um, and at the time, my friend Matt, Matt Lee, hi Matt. Shout out to um, Matt. Shout out to Matt. We should do this again with the three of us. I think oh, that would get uh, yeah. nuts. We can do that. Uh, <laughs> um. So he was dating this girl uh, who had become a friend of mine. Her name is Megan. Yes. Or should I? No, we won't change the name. We'll be fine. Um, And then they broke up, but Megan and I became really good friends. Megan and I started dating and Mm -hmm. we dated a long time. Yeah, you did. We we dated on and off all through sophomore until Christmas of junior year. We finally decided we can't do this anymore. Um, I was a pretty big idiot in high school. I, I think the word I'm looking for is CAD. I think we all were pretty big idiots yeah, in high school. I w- yeah, I was, I was bad. I think I always think back on how I handled relationships in high school. And I was like, man, I need to apologize to everybody. Yeah. You know, I, I will not, na- <laughs> I will not name names in that aspect, but I, I'll tell you off air. Uh, I've had people throughout the years be like, Hey man, sorry. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, and I'm like, oh, that was so long ago. It's fine. But they're like, no, but seriously, sorry. 
I had a guy reach out to me to do that a few weeks ago, and then he followed that up by sending me um, illicit pictures of his wife. Oh, geez. Yeah. Hey, man, sorry. Have these. That's not great. It's like, bro, no. That's not that's not great at all. But anyways, the triad. Um, so, yes. Well, but when Matt and she were dating and I was kind of the third wheel, we started for some reason. We started calling ourselves the Phoenix Triad. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I I'll have to ask Matt. And I'm out of touch with Megan, but it was the weirdest little thing that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Megan and I were dating, Matt kind of fell off. And then after Megan and I broke up, it was not clean. Um, like a week later. So this is after John and I have been really good friends for about a year. This is junior year. Yes. About a week later, John and Megan are dating. And yeah. I remember this vividly. <laughs> it was in the science hallway, you know, that side of the campus. There. Oh, my. Uh, hold on. Theater. It was what? Like, um, oh, oh, like right near the main office. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Four. So like, yes, yes. And they come walking up to me holding hands and in my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Yeah, pretty like, much. So we're dating, and I'm like, yeah, I can see. <laughs> like, are you okay with that? <laughs> I looked you square in the eye because I wouldn't look at her. And I said, does it really matter? <laughs> <laughs> this is clearly a thing. Yeah. Okay. So, and you and Megan dated for six it months. It did not make no. it to senior year. No, no. It's, no, it did not. We're not going to go into how that ended no. to protect the the innocent, but um, well, I, I, remember, I feel like everybody was pretty, you know. Again, high school, right? Um, everyone's trying to figure themselves out. Um, yeah, but I remember after that, you and I, like, you were the last. So we realized at that point that Matt, me, and you had all dated her, and that's when we became a thing, the three of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, thick as thieves. So, thick as the wild white rice, I believe. Yes. The, the, yes. The thing. And we tried to get Jack in the Box to give us their poster with the three Pez dispensers. They did not. That were, uh, they were blue, red, and yellow. Yes. And that that wasn't a racist thing. That was all our friend Matt's idea because yes. he's Chinese. Yes. But that was all him. Yeah. All him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I even remember being so, like, I don't know if is that I don't I don't even want to and he's like, no, nah, it's fine. I'm like, uh <laughs> That's we called him Rice because the two of us were Matt. And so He said we it. Him, yeah, he started it. <laughs> he's like, call me Rice. I'm tired of this Matt Matt thing. Which incidentally, like the same similar situations have always popped up for me because there's always 13 Matts in your class. Well, same with me um, for the most part. John's, yeah, exactly. That's why you were Pingle in high school. Yes. And our short-lived punk band, Pingle's Mom. Yes. <laughs> uh, but no, like my college nickname came from the group that I was in in college, uh, the group that toured. Our stage manager was a Matt, and there was a Matt on stage, and there was me in the band. And people would say, hey, Matt, and all three of us, what? <laughs> like, oh, we got to stop this. And one of the stage performers was like, I'm going to call you that anymore. I'm going to call you Beats. Beats. For six years in college, everyone knew me as Beats. Even the other percussionists in the school of music, which was odd because I'm like, dude, we're all we're all this. beats. Yeah, but you're Beats. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, in your room, you had <sighs> the this this was the setup 
the drum setup. Mm. Oh my goodness. I, I oh the envy. You, the 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 six piecer, right? The pearl, the black yeah, pearl man. kit. Yeah. I sold that five years ago. Uh, I still have my uh Tama Rockstar. Yeah, you do. I have Tama Rockstar is a versatile kit. Yeah, I haven't I've uh, I'm thinking about selling it but every time i go to sell it no one wants it and then i go well i'm I just have it it's fine but it so lives in my uh where i used to live in san jose it lives in the the attic there right now do your parents still live in the same house they do right now but i guess breaking news for everyone they are looking to get out of there by june <sighs> oh my gosh and that'll See, be my, that'll be my it. parents moved about five years ago yeah i so. remember that Ah, uh, that's weird that all of our parents are leaving out. I know, but I mean, because you, you can, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can sell your house for that you bought for three hundred thousand in the nineteen nineties for one point four now. Yeah, so I mean, why wouldn't you? I guess, right? Especially because everyone else, your, you know, your kids are gone and all that right. good is, stuff. Is Christine? Is your sister still in? Oh, no, they are in Rockland, which is up by Sacramento. Oh. Yeah, they have a really nice house. They're they're chilling up there, and that is where my parents plan on going. That makes sense. Yeah. So, because your sister has a kid, two kids, two kids, two kids, and they are great. I tried See, calling I them today. <laughs> I tried calling them today, and they did not pick up the phone. So, well, you know, quarantine. You can catch COVID nineteen through the phone. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh people. wow! Don't no, don't spread that around. <laughs> That's like the last thing we need right now. No, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Hey. Yeah. Um, I'm all about that shameless plug. Um, we need to talk about we need to talk about RoboChub. Okay. We can talk about the first band to, that I was ever in. Yes, we have to talk about RoboChub because I wasn't a part of RoboChub because we were both drummers and you had that handled. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I had it handled, but I was in the band. Oh, you, were, you were great, man. <laughs> oh, thank you. I I always am, like, very self-conscious about my, my drumming ability because it was just, you know, 4-4 four, four, and that was about it. See, but what I learned about my ability is, like, I was a jazz guy. Yeah. And, like, I did not have the punk chops, especially in my right foot. And you did. So, yeah, I mean, I've got I've still got I've still got the calves to prove it. So, hey, there you go. That's good. That's some good stuff right there. But yeah, Robochub was the first band I was ever in. It was uh, me, John Donnelly, which is another John, which is why I was called Pingle. Uh-huh. Uh huh. James Parker, who lives down here and I need to get a hold of because James we said, Parker. Yeah, dude. He was he's, my marching band buddy. He he's was, doing real well. Oh, and he was another percussionist. He was another drummer. No, no, no. He was a tuba player. Oh, I'm sorry. A marching band. I'm saying in general, like well, he played the drums and he also. But yes, he did. Yeah. He played a kit, not a. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. played. He played kit. So yeah, percussionist is. A, we got to watch our definition. Yes. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, no, I'm just you know I'm pretentious. No, so. I know. <laughs> uh and and Marshall Bringle that was the band and we I think we were a band for John Donnelly's senior project which was that's a whole nother thing my senior project was uh oddly enough on wrestling what was yours on 
my mine actually involved RoboChub. Um, so mine was on orchestration and arrangement, ah. uh, which is what I ended up going to college for. I got a degree in contemporary music with a specialization in music for media. Um, so like film score, right, and music for TV, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I was more on the like I wasn't like the MIDI sequencing side. I was on the composition side of that, so like orchestration, arrangement, big orchestral stuff. But the bug hit me working because you guys came to me and said, Hey, we got the talent show coming up yep, and we want to do come on Eileen by save Ferris, mm-hmm. which incidentally at this time in my life had been the only version of that song I'd heard. <laughs> and I hold is the better version, but I DJ weddings now. And I'm always like, so do you want the save Ferris version or the Dexys midnight runners? And they're like, who's save Ferris? How dare you? <laughs> Um, but, and they're like, Hey, we have our friend, Danny Bailey, shout out to Danny Bailey, yes. the sweetest soul oh my ever goodness. to grace Westmont high school besides Absolutely. Vanessa Murray, of course, rest in peace. Yes. Um, gosh, we keep losing people. That's I know. Stop. I know. Um, wow. Uh, RoboChub orchestrating. Right. And so you guys are like, Hey, can you get some horns together for us? Cause it's a ska song. Yeah, and I asked every trumpet player I know. I remember asking Win Fam, and if you remember Win, I do remember Win. <laughs> I bet you can even see in your head how he looked at me. <laughs> yes, I can. That. Oh, that's yeah, great. Not not his bag, and no. that's fine. Um, but I asked our friend Josh Scott, yes. who is on the front lines of this whole nonsense in the medical industry. So mm-hmm. <laughs> big help to Josh Scott. Yes. Um, He's a tennis sax player. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. So I wrote out the horn parts for this Come On Eileen that we did. And it went over really well. So we became RoboChub and the Horn Dogs. The Horn Dogs, yes. Because of my well-known reputation as a cad. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I believe that is exactly right. I think I remember John Donnelly saying on mic, hey, check out the uh, instruments on these horn dogs. Yes, I do. We're like, great, John. Great. You know, I there has to be video. <laughs> I know there's video of that somewhere. I, I Every time I ask if someone has video, Marshall says, I bet my dad does. And then I never hear anything. <laughs> well, we know so. that Mr. Bringle for sure had video of it. He was, he, he was, everything. yes, it was great. I would, man, um, that tape library would be amazing. Do you remember, this is a little off topic from RoboChub, but they started doing a film festival. I think it was our senior year is one of Brett Dalton's things. Mm-hmm, yes. And do you remember the movie that Marshall directed? Yes, I do remember that movie. That because was like it, a Kung Fu movie. Yeah, because it beat out, uh, the movie that me, Kyle, Joe, Sean, and Ernesto, and um, oh boy, who else was in that movie? I think that was. Oh everybody. my gosh, the names you are rattling off right now. <laughs> yeah, it it uh it beat our movie for for best picture. And what was the name of that movie though? Uh, was, I don't remember the name of the movie, but it was styled after a video game. And I remember Marshall being really upset that they didn't have time to put in the like energy bars and posts. Yeah. Which I thought was hysterical that that's what he was upset about. Like they got a they got a fireball in the thing. Yeah, it was great. Like he was upset about the energy bars. I remember, let's see who was in that one. James Parker was in that one. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Kung yes. was the hero. Um, Evan Morrison. <laughs> Evan was in there too. They they did a fight. He's holding a martini glass. They're under a bridge, and Adrian hits him, and he 
takes the hit and it's close up and he looks at the camera and says, my face. Yes. Yeah. And I- at that point, I was like, cut, print. Cut. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Marshall was the white dragon that somehow alluded there's the one park in our neighborhood yes. that had like a compass on the top of it. And they somehow made it look like there was a secret military base under this park. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how they did it, but yeah, man, that film it fest was, was so great. The wall. Yeah. I love that film fest. And then it was like the one thing I wasn't involved in senior year because I was, I had like three different shows running at that point. Yeah. I was playing drums for, so I like, I didn't have the time to get into it. I did the first, three i think there was one i did a lot of editing for for kenneth thompson do you remember him i don't remember he was i think he might have been my sister he might have been like kyle and sean's year that sounds about right and i i he was like hey i want you to play this part also can you you're the only one i know that can edit can you do that and i said sure so we you know we put this movie together and i think it won best editing hey hey which is great because I got to go up and accept an award, you know, two years after I graduated. <laughs> and look what you do now. Yeah. Uh, well, edit audio, but not the. Uh... Hey, you're right. Audio, you're right. video. Hey, it's all editing, man. Very, very Sound editing is an Academy Award. That is very true. Hmm, Usually Marvel wins it. Yes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to think of of what else from high school. So RoboTrip, yeah, first band I was ever in. Uh, did yep. we have? Well, you- then we expanded the playlist. We did a concert for the student body, and we added more ska songs. To That's it. right. We did, and so like I ended up singing a ton of backing vocal. Yes, because if there's one thing you guys didn't have was backing vocals. No, I don't um, think we ever did. No offense to anyone in in the band at the time, but. The- there was a moment practicing in your garage that I, I still tell this story to my students where we're standing there. And first of all, John Donnelly never liked to trim the strings off his guitar. And so no. kind of run through his guitar and your garage was not grounded. No. Um, and so like, I kept like, wow, what is hurting me so much? And he's bumping into me with his guitar and shocking me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hurt. Um, but then like, and this is just after I'd been accepted to Brigham Young, um, on a music scholarship. Yes. And so like they were arguing about something. I don't know what. And I kind of, I kind (laughs) of said, well, you know, it's this chord to that chord to da, 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 da. And they all kind of look at me because he doesn't play the guitar. What the heck is he talking about? And then John says, well, we should probably listen to him. I mean, he is going to college for this. And I said, yes, I'm going to college. <laughs> I have a scholarship. Yes. And do you remember what James Parker said? I don't. And I don't. Can we can we say it? Can we say it? Uh, he looked at me and said, you have an unusually small. Uh, no. <laughs> Okay. And yeah, I think that's. Nose. <laughs> I do remember. Like as soon as you said uh, about the scholarship, then it clicked, and I remembered. <laughs> he like just deadpan didn't miss a beat. You have this, <laughs> and I just about died. <laughs> I think we had to take a break after that for sure. It was very funny on the timing. <laughs> 
So yeah, I, I edit that when I tell my students that, but I'm always like, the moral of the story is don't be cocky. Just because you know more about music than your friends doesn't mean they can't take you down a peg. Yes, very true. <laughs> that's, you know, that's a good lesson, I guess, to take from that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else from high school? Oh, we have to talk about the big wiggle. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about the big the, wiggle. The big wiggle. So this is junior year. This is junior year because it was during the whiz. Yep, during the whiz, and you know, uh, WCW's on the way out. Um. Well, when was the when was Westmont's the whiz? Was it ninety thousand? It was two thousand. So this is during Vince Russo when uh when Norman Smiley became a hardcore wrestler for some reason. Really? Yeah, man. Wow. All right. This is two thousand. So the the WC Dub is on its way down the drain. That makes but sense. You used to make fun of me because I was a bigger WCW guy. And so for, for the uninitiated, there's a wrestler by the name of Norman Smiley. Screaming Norman Smiley. Screaming Norman Smiley. His gimmick was that he was a coward and had no business being a wrestler. But man, he liked to have a good time. Yes. And he would do this dance called the Big Wiggle. And if there is video, we'd show it now. But we're not going to. Um and it was the dumbest thing, but during Heather Frost singing, I was born on the day before yesterday, <laughs> we would be, so for the, for, for the further uninitiated, we didn't have a theater per chance at this school at this time. Not yet. Now. No. Um, we had our capitorium, which actually gave us quite the open palette to do whatever the heck we wanted. Yeah. Um, Jeff Bankford, the best drama teacher anywhere, fight me. I will I will be right alongside you to fight that fight. Let's go. Um, <laughs> he was like, okay, we're going to do the Wiz. And we're like, oh, we're all white kids. Black musical. Okay, whatever. Um, we, wouldn't have been, we wouldn't be able to get away with it now, but then we could. Right. And he's like, we're going to do it in the round. So we had audience on three sides and thrust and the orchestra would be on the stage, but we would build the stage out. And it was great fun. So we're hiding behind the stage right audience for my entrance in my Tin Man outfit, which had very limited movement. Yes, but uh, was great. We, <laughs> it was awesome. I loved this costume because my mother hand painted. Yes. Um, Coke can graphics onto sheet aluminum that we attached to a gray jumpsuit. Yeah. It was fantastic. Um, I had a Yoohoo bottle on my leg. I great. recall. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was real into Yoohoo for some reason in junior year. But anyway, um, so during this song, it would just be me and him back there because John would be in charge of actually getting me on stage for my entrance. Cause Anyone that knows the Wizard of Oz knows the Tin Man is frozen in place. Oh, yes. I'd have to roll you on. You and her name was Nicole. I don't remember her last name. Costa. Nicole Nicole Costa. Costa, Yes. Would each grab a leg by the calf and the quad and push me out. (laughs) Yes. And so we'd be back before that song doing this ridiculous dance because I'd have to get there so early because I couldn't run. It would take me forever to get over there. Yeah. So... And we do this stupid dance just because we thought we were funny. Yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> the dance itself was very funny and the ridiculous. Dance is super funny. And I, I think it was during the whiz that we developed 3D as the signal for Yumi and Matt. Yes. We would just use the 3D. Yes. And oh. if we had been trained at that time, we would have gone around giving each other the 3D. Yes, probably. Probably. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Oh man, Nicole Costa. I haven't heard that name in a while. I hope she's I doing well. I haven't thought that name in a while because she did not like me. <laughs> we were good. She was my tech. She was basically um, what because that was my first show was the Wiz. Yeah, she showed you the ropes. I think. Yeah, she was my my senior tech, and we we controlled that side of the what was it stage right? Mm-hmm. I think stage we were right. Stage you guys right. were over stage right. I remember Marshall was a fall spot off, and Christine was a. I think she was an a no. Was she a a follow spot at that point. I can't remember. She might have been. Didn't Christine eventually start designing sets for Westmont? I don't know like, if she designed. I should get my sister on this show. I thought she did Susicle. I know but... she directed or assisted directed the book. Mm. She worked the board at one point. Okay. I do remember that. I would need to talk to her. Uh, oh, man, I'm going to get her on this show. You've got it, man. I can't even believe I didn't think about it. I'm, You know, like, depending on how long this goes, and, I mean, I hope things get better, but it looks like they're going to get worse before. If we could be serious for a moment. Oh, thank you, Lance. <laughs> um, I'm going to get my entire family on here. That should be interesting. Do it. Oh, my gosh, yes. I want to listen to your mom. On this show because I love your mother. Oh, thank you. Yeah, she's she's great. Um, oh man, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna. That's gonna be next time she wants to talk on the phone. I'm just gonna be like, well, we're recording a podcast right now. (laughs) By the way, by the way, yeah, sis, I really want you to call me, but could you call me through this app? (laughs) I don't think any of them have. Well, my brother-in-law might have a microphone. I would have to check anyway. Christine, yeah, she eventually, I believe, assisted, directed, or worked the boards or whatever it is. She was doing all the cues at one point. So stage managing, maybe. She was stage man. There you go. She was stage managing. Well, we made you an actor eventually, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And I remember the first time I did something, uh, Bankford said to me, why have you not been doing this? And I went, I don't know. And I don't know why. I, I never... You know, I think the because I took what was that? Were you in pizza you love in story class senior year? Or? I was oh, in drama cl- love story. Now, here's I remember that. Here's fun. Here's a fun thing. My mom, obviously going through a lot of stuff yesterday, Matt, no joke, sends me the program for pizza love story. Oh, Here we go. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. So it was directed by uh, Jennifer Bradford, who is also just a fantastic person. Isn't like she came out of nowhere to become this force yeah. in her field. She's an actress now and just really just doing great work. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I played Jeffrey, nah. the main character. My wife played by Christina Capato. She played Janet. Christina Capato. She's I remember she's her. doing well too. She's um I think she does a lot of hair for the San Francisco 49ers. The cheerleaders. Oh, I was going to say, they don't really see their hair. But oh, no, <laughs> the, the cheerleaders. cheerleaders. Okay. The cheerleaders. Uh, Heather uh, Kieselbach played Rick the Pizza Boy. Which Heather is, Kies- is that the Heather that was in our year? I No, there was another. No. There's There were many Heathers as there well. Were, because like the main one that I remember was Heather Frost, but she was about uh, two years under us. Right, yeah. Uh, Rita, Janet's sister, played by Jennifer Bradford. And the police officer played by Josh Hinton. I always liked Josh. Josh was a good guy. 
from what I remember. Josh, remind me who Josh Hinton was. He was on the taller side. He had uh, longer black hair. Yes, I got um, him now. I'm looking him up right now. I don't he know. Was like a, he's like a thinner version of Jeff Harnalis. Yes, there you go. Look at that. So that's the program. And then there was also... Um, Oh my goodness. This this one. Let's go through the cuz she sent me one side of it and it has a a play called Hoovy, not Hoovy. Yeah, Hoovy. No, it's called no, it's called Juvie. Is it Juvie? I I remember this one because it was all these kids going into juvenile ah, detention. I thought I was thinking of Hooventude Guerrero. No, it was not about <laughs> the juice. <laughs> if only it was. My favorite gimmick he ever had. Oh my goodness. So uh, he was doing a, the Mexican rock. So let's let's go through this here. We have uh, Jamie McAvoy. Yep, I still talk to her on the reg. How's she doing? She's doing really well. She's still there in San Jose. I think she works for the city. Oh, uh, cool. Um, but yeah, we we trade uh, marching band war stories all the time. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. We had Kelly Young. Okay. We had uh, Amy Wenninger. This we is a know. bunch of the young guys. I know, right? Brandon Berman. Oh, the factor. Brandon factor. I hope he's doing, you know, I have not talked to him in a while. I think I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to him him on this. That would be fun. He he was such a, you know, I mean, listen, high school was rough. A lot of people were super rough on him, but he was such a good guy. Was he responsible for tech hockey? Did he invent that? I bet he did. Oh, talkie. Talkie was good stuff. Great dude. Great, great dude. Um, (laughs) And great, great family, too. I remember every time I go over to his yeah. house, they just were having a blast. It was good stuff. We, Megan and I TP'd his house once. <laughs> does he know that? I mean, I'm sure he does. I don't know, but it's coming out now. <laughs> I'm sure he knows now. Uh, Michelle Wu. Remember Michelle Wu? Michelle Wu. Yes, I do. Uh, Trisha Kelly. One of my good friends, Jason Tack Attack. I, I went to middle school with Jason Tack Attack. I wonder. So, I think he's doing pretty good. I see him pop up on my Facebook feed every once mm-hmm. in a while. I see his brother a lot on Facebook. His brother Jose. Mm. Uh, Jasmine Connor. I remember Jasmine. I don't recall Jasmine. I'm sure if I saw a picture, I'd be like, "Yep." And I mean, I saved the 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 headliner for last. Uh, Julia Hozak. Julia Hozak, who is also killing it. Yeah. What is she in now? I'm not sure what she's in now, but I know she was doing, wasn't she doing a touring Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, she toured Beauty and the Beast as Mrs. Potts for a little while. Which is awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. My mom would rave about Julia all the time. Not only to me, but to Julia. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Julia. Julia was very talented. Yes. I haven't, I haven't talked to her in a long time. I know. Rem- reminiscent. What was cast. it? Because that's yeah. That was the uh, let's see. That was the one act festival. So what, I think there were three shows that night. What was the third one? I don't have the program for the third one. That's all I have. Oh no! Because I directed one on that festival. Because mm-hmm. I remember Juvie because I worked follow spot the nights that my show wasn't up. Right. Uh, that was the same year that we did removing the glove. Oh yeah. Which if. If you're theater inclined and you don't know removing the glove is an archetype for coming out as gay. Yes. Only they're coming out as left-handed. And I remember there being a very adamant discussion about that in the senior drama group 
about whether or not that was okay. Yeah. And this is back in my, I'm not going to say less tolerant, but I was definitely leaning toward the right of center at Mm. this point in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, And it was me and Shanee Benzer were like, absolutely. Yes. Oh my goodness. Everyone else was like, why? I don't understand. It's like, look, we have our beliefs and we're allowed to have our beliefs and deal with it. Man. Um, Now I hold that my belief system hasn't all the way changed. I have lean, I lean left of center now, mm-hmm. but I've always been the same guy. It's like, look, you get to believe what you believe and I get to believe what I believe. And we have to be okay with that. Mm. Unless you're like actively being violent or hateful against someone, then, yes. then you're out. Yeah. Then you're, you're but, out on, you're out on your own. Yeah, and I think I think that's what's changed about the way that I view the world is like, yeah, you can believe what you believe unless you're getting in the way of me believing what I believe. Mm. And now we have a problem. Right. So huh. but anyways, politics are boring. Um, <laughs> let's talk about high school theater some more. So I, I, I directed a show called Improvising that was this weird play about these four actors come on stage and are like, well, what do we do now? Yes. And it's just this guy asked us to show up and he was going to give us a script and he's not here. What the heck? That was okay. Let me let me rack my brain. That was Phil. Yeah, it was Marshall. Yeah, it was John Donnelly. No, no. Was it you? Were you there? No, I was the director. It was Phil and Marshall and then Gina. Oh, yes. Gina Leon. Yes. And Shani. Okay. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And so it was interesting the way we cast these. It was like a draft because like we had to go around the table and you got to cast one actor. Yes. And my plan for this one was it to be, I always wanted Shani. She was my number one draft pick, my mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, as it were. <laughs> um, it all comes back to wrestling. Uh, and then I wanted Jeff Harnois to play Phil's part. And I wanted, uh, there's a girl named Liz. Liz Golden? Last no, not Liz Golden, different Liz, um, who got us in trouble for improvising her dance moves during Scrooge Extreme. Uh, that's another story. <laughs> Do you remember that story? I've, it vaguely it yeah, sounds she was familiar. The, the undead queen of the night. Yes. And me and Aaron Florendo and Crystal Liddell were choreographers, and we let her do her own thing. She got out on stage on opening night, and it was not appropriate for high school. Right. And her mom lit us up and we were like, bro, not us, not us, not I Um, is. So, yeah, I wanted I wanted these young actors on to be like, hey, this is the new generation coming up behind us. Right. And I got aced out of everyone but Shanice. It's like, okay, fine. I'm going to cast all seniors in mind. (laughs) Take that. (laughs) At least I know they'll be able to act it. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Wow, what a, a Scrooge Extreme. Scrooge Extreme, man. I why was that show. play put on? I feel like there was some reason as to there why. Is and it speaks very well to my current occupation. So I was in corporate tech support for 10 years and hated every minute of it. Um, and finally, we finally realized, my wife and I, my wife Melissa, who's amazing. Can't I, everyone. Yeah, she's incredible. Um, we realized that I really hated being in an office job and she really hated being home with the kids, which is 
absolutely fine. Yeah. And so we put a plan in place to make a switch. And now she's a full-time teacher. And I started, we were trying to figure out, okay, what are you going to do besides music? Because you're good, Matt, but it's the music industry. Yes. You're not that good. <laughs> you're not playing for Justin Bieber right now. Right. I wish I were. Yeah. I totally would. Justin, if you're listening, if your drummer <laughs> breaks his arms, call me. Um, <laughs> I can make that happen. Um, but if so, when we're like, hey, why don't I try substitute teaching? And, oh, I, I never wanted to be a band teacher. Yeah, but you'd be really good at it. Uh, fine, we'll try it. And I found out that I really enjoy it. Um, so at, back in 2000s, um, our teachers were getting a bum deal from the school district, actually in the state. Um, and the whole state, oh, went on, yeah. they went on work to rule, which is you only do what's absolutely in your contract. Yes. And Mr. Bankford, this is his second year teaching. Yeah, I remember. Like he he's was... always been our director. Yeah. But it was his second year of teaching an actual drama class and freshman English, which is so much fun. <laughs> uh, I can confirm I've subbed a lot of freshman English. In, uh, oh, boy. It's awful. Um, but and so we were scheduled to do three plays for the first time that year. We were going to do um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. And the musical was my favorite year. And then we were going to do Noises Off. Yes. And we were really excited about Noises we Off. We were. It's really fun to build. And then the show is hysterical. And then this work to rule thing happened and he sat us all down and said, we can't do noises off because I cannot direct a third show I, out of my contract. I remember that. And he was, I feel like he was more devastated. I mean, which speaks to him as, as a person right. slash teacher. I believe he was more devastated that he had to tell us that. <laughs> he was heartbroken. Yeah. And then he floated. He's like, I can't direct anything. But I can still supervise the drama club. And he walked out of the room. Yes. And we were like, okay, what's he trying to tell us right now? And then didn't he come back and in? So, yeah. And then he came back in and was like, okay, so here's the plan. You guys are going to put on your own show. Oh, yes. Okay. And he set it up so that each section of the show had different directors. We had the bookends, the past, the present, the future. And we're going to update a Christmas Carol. Yes. It's going to be really fun. And I don't think there was a better cast show in my four years at Westmont. And I say that knowing full well that my sister was the perfect Dolly in Hello, Dolly. Oh. And Lauren Minkle was the perfect Reno Sweeney in Anything Goes with Mike Jackson as Billy. Mike and Jackson. And Molly Dixon was the perfect Dorothy. Yes. And Joe Del Paso was the perfect Lion. Yes. And, you know, I was the perfect. Okay, I could have been all of them in my favorite <laughs> year, but I'm talking. Um, <laughs> you know, like, Casting was never a problem at Westmont, but this show was so perfectly cast because John Donnelly was amazing as this Scrooge that had yes. lived through the 70s. Yes. And we made Fred Shanee, so as I don't, they still could just called her Fred. Right. Um, and then I got to be Bob Cratchit. Yes. And that, at the time, like that was like, I had been comic relief, straight man, like, all these underlying characters for years at this point. Mm -hmm. And I'm like a soft spoken, like really nice guy character. This is what I need. And this is my favorite part. If you remember Nicole Blackham, no, Nicole Holm, Blackham is her married name. If you remember her, she kind of came in, no. joined us. Hello. 
No, I don't. I don't remember oh, her. No. She um she kind of joined up with drama like junior year. I'm look, Anyways, looking her at, up. At the, at the same time, she joined my church. Um, uh, I've grown up, still am Mormon Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, mm-hmm. but very left thinking for people of my particular religious persuasion. Uh, there's more of us now. It's very fun. <laughs> I do. I'm looking at a picture. She uh, she has a lot of older pictures readily available for me to look yes. at. And yes, absolutely. I do remember her. So she got cast as Mrs. Crushit. Yes. And then our uh, Connie Seacrest, Connie Seacrest. Connie. Person, uh, was Tiny Tim. Yes. And then Kyle Hunt was one of my kids. And the same Liz as before was one of my kids. Yes. And we looked at the cast list and I turned around and I said, "Woo, the Cratchits are Mormon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Kay Hunt was standing there and went, uh. <laughs> oh, Kyle. It was so fun. But I got, I like, I got to. They let me sing "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas." Is really fun part, and I remember, remember being in rehearsal with Marshall, who directed the future, and he's like, "Okay, Matt, we're doing that scene where you know Tiny Tim is dead, and your family's freaking out, and you have a breakdown. Please don't overact this." <laughs> and I said, "Excuse me, what are you talking about?" He's like, well, we were reluctant to cast you as this part because we were afraid you'd overact this moment. I'm like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> and he's like, come on, man. Think about it. Think about what we've done in the last four years. <laughs> okay, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Got it. Won't overact it. My bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I remember that show being so fun. Oh, and like developing the future and begging Trevor Rice's dad to let us borrow his black lights. Yes. Do you, do you remember the Rice Halloween party? I do. They were fantastic. Oh, with all those black lights all over their house. Oh. So we went and begged him to let us use their black lights because we wanted the ghost of Christmas future to be a rave robot. Yes. And that was Sean Takasi. And that will always be my yeah. memories of Sean Takasi. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I was so sad when you told me about that. Yeah. It's it's still kind of still fresh, I know. I know. It yeah, it's it's still hard to to talk about. It's such but a bummer. Sean, like me as the choreographer and because my my prime um responsibility for choreography was the future and Aaron and Crystal did the past. Because uh, it was Disco Inferno and Staying Alive. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. Um, but, and I remember talking to Sean and being like, okay, so here's here's our thought on the way you're going to do this character because you're totally into like the rave culture. He's like, I am? And I'm like, yes, you are. Shut up. Um, <laughs> so instead of being all black, like it usually is, we're going to put you in all in white and we're going to hit you with these black lights. So you're just going to glow. Yeah. And so I need some like great rave stuff out of you. He's like, okay. And then he just killed it. Yeah. But Marshall crouching behind a platform upstage playing on a keyboard to do his robot voice. Yes. We were Daft Punk before Daft Punk was cool. <laughs> oh, great times. Oh, that's great show. And Matt Lee as Jacob Marley coiled up in computer cables. Oh, yes. And they oh. did the whole you've got mail joke with his first entrance. And it was his. Hysterical. Yes, love it. Uh, I would see that's that's a show I would love to see. I keep asking for that, and again, oh, I bet my dad has it. Marshall, if you're listening, we need that. 
Seriously, we we need Scrooge Extreme up. And oh, Mackenzie and Danny Bailey is a ghost of past and present. Yes. Oh, so good. So fun. Oh, so good. We just did. And like seeing what that program has become and what they're able to do. Like they did Mamma Mia and they're doing Copacabana this year. And like they did, the they did theater. my favorite. Yeah. Having having the theater. Like I feel like we were a major part of making that stuff happen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That up. And now you look at it and, like, Bankford is the elder statesman of Westmont. He's I know. For, like, 25 I years. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I I never got a chance. To, did you get a chance to go to the theater? I never went. I never did either. I'm so bummed. I think maybe, well, I mean, you know, we'll see when school comes back in the session. We should. So there's that show on Disney Plus, that Encores show. Yes, with I Kristen think we Bell. Apply yes, for it. we I, should do it uh, with my favorite year because then we could try and get Brett Dalton to come and do it. Yeah, let's. I mean, ha, we yes, let's do it. I don't know and then how. We can go see the theater again. Yeah, and then I can build some really terrible um, uh, vi- um, the, t- the, the can- TV cameras. The TV cameras that break. The TV cameras. That was such a task for me, and I. I think I was I was in an area of where I didn't know how to ask people for help sure. <laughs> because, man, I needed a lot of help on how to build those and it did not really go great. But whatever, uh, whatever. Those were awesome. Didn't you use like the lid of a spray paint can for the top and like painted it yet red? So yes. it was like the light on the top. Yeah. Yes. I remember watching those come to be. Oh, what a what a pain that was. That was a lot. That show. Is I always ask people if they knew that show, and they're always like, no, I didn't know that show. I actually worked with an actor who was in the original Broadway cast of that. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, named Michael Gruber. Um, he lives here in Minnesota now. Like He came out to do a regional contract and met his husband and never left, never went back to New York. Oh. Um, but he was in that, so I used to talk to him all the time about like, oh, give me a good Tim Curry story. Yeah, right. That that's <laughs> that was such... the character that I played was Tim Curry's character. Yes. Anyone who is not uh familiar with my favorite year, please. It's such a great show. Ugh. Well, you gotta watch the movie too, because the movie is Peter O'Toole. Yes. And he's incredible. And oh uh not Balky from Perfect Strangers, but the other guy, G- uh, Gordon. Yes. Is um Brett's character, uh Benji. Yes. Ugh. What a show. And it's oh, just a great show. And it's all based on like real stuff. Like Marshall was basically playing Mel Brooks. Yes. Oh, he had the <laughs> stuffed. Uh, yeah, he had the he had the stuffed uh, shirt. So he looked fat. And the comb over about bagels. Yes, because they used Vaseline to do their hair. Yes. And it was show, him and it was him. Who were it was him, John Donnelly and yep. John Donnelly was King Kaiser. Yes. And uh, Katie Demps was. Yes was his uh, right hand and she had the big song in the second act where she took over. Yes. Um, who else was in that writer's room? Um, Jeffrey Al. Yes. Was yes. Playing Neil Simon for all intents and purposes. Another, another great person. Yes. And Marissa, I don't remember Gobby. her last name, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That was the right. Yes. Yeah. And then the, then Benji's family. Oh uh, was Julia Hosack and Matt Lee yes. as rookie rookie uh, somehow uh, who's supposed to be Filipino, but he played him as Chinese. Right. Um, oh my God. 
Yeah, okay. Wow, that uh-huh. hit me like a ton of bricks. And then, like, because they're supposed to be this total Brooklyn Jewish family. So, of course, Brandon Berman and Shani Benzer is his aunt and uncle. Yes. And they were incredible. Yeah, what a fun That's, show. That scene was my favorite scene to do every night. That and the one that I got to yell at Brett. Yes. Oh, man. And the swords. The swords were fun, too. The swords, yes. Ugh. Well, I mean, this this episode of What Do You Want to Talk About basically was we want to talk about our high school years and reminisce. Because we're old and, you know, in various states of disarray and nothing's ever been as good. I feel like that jock, you know, the guy who was the quarterback in high school. I'm like Flash Thompson over here. Oh, my goodness. Well, I don't know, man. I feel like you've built a pretty good life for yourself. You know, I it hasn't turned out how I thought it would, um, but I love every second of it. My kids, I have four kids, and they're incredible, and two of them are nearing teenage or in teenage now, and that's weird. Um, and my wife is amazing, and I actually love it in Minnesota. I mean, outside of when it gets to negative 20, like, that's not fun. No, I bet. <laughs> that's not fun for anybody. No. And, you know, so like, you know, everyone always told me in high school, like, oh, you're going to be on Broadway. We're going to know you when and la, 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 la. And I'm not there. But the other thing that everyone ever always told me in high school is going to be was you're going to be such a good dad and you're going to be such a good family. man. Yeah. I don't know why, because, again, I was a cad. <laughs> um, but that part has kind of come true. And I don't want to say I'm such a good dad because I, I want to be objective about my parenting. But. Like going through what what we've gone through with my kids having special needs and being able to advocate for autism and still being able to work in the arts and do it a little bit professionally, a little bit on the side. And now I'm teaching percussion um, and trying to get these kids who are like, oh, I want to be a rock and roll drummer. And I'm like, have you looked at musical theater? Because that's where you're going to find work. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and being able to steer them in different directions and really develop them and make sure that they had a better musical experience in high school than I did. Um, even though mine was pretty good, I was still around a lot of jerks. And so changing that culture around marching band and drum lines and really just having my wife and kids. And I have a house. I have a yard. Yeah. I own a snowblower. I didn't know snowblowers no. were a thing growing up in California. <laughs> no, none of us. But did. I own a huge one and it's a monster and I can clear my driveway in 30 minutes or less. And it's great. That sounds nice. I know. I'm like the dominoes of snow removal. <laughs> um, so, you know, and that's the thing I always have to keep telling myself because I find myself creeping into, oh, it was so good then and when, you know, in high school, this and that. And it's great to think about all those memories. Um, but like looking at what I've got and how all of that prepared me for being a dad and trying to be a professional, but also being a teacher and being a father and being a husband. Yeah. Like I would trade what I learned from growing up with you and growing up with everybody that we've named. You're going to have so many people to tag when you post it. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're going to have to tag some people too, because we I don't name, know. I don't know. We if name drop all y'all ready. Go. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> Find your name. It's in here. Find your name here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, I I love my life. I I miss everybody from high school. I haven't seen anybody in years. But you know, I yeah. I love where I'm at, and it's great. Even though we're like 
quarantined and I'm sure in a week I'm going to be like, get me away from my children. <laughs> uh, but you know what? It's a crappy thing for everybody. So being able to reminisce like this and think about when you could actually go outside and find some toilet paper. Hey, <laughs> yeah, it's always, you know, it's good to reminisce. Hey, but gas is back to where it was when we were growing up, at least here. I have not checked gas prices near me, so I'm not really sure I'm going to sub two dollars. Oh, my goodness. I know. I remember when. Yeah, I I did. I definitely remember that. I remember spending a lot of my gas money on you. Yeah, I bet because I didn't. Dr- <laughs> I didn't drive until. No, I didn't drive till after senior year. I don't think you drove until you started moving up at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, because I had the the Pontiac Bonneville. Mm, the Bonneville. The boat. That's a good boat. I tell you what. Yeah. Not as good as the van. No but- man. Oh, the the Toyota Previa, the nineteen ninety Toyota Toyota Previa. Yeah, dude. Oh. I still drive a minivan. I, that was like my first qualification when we bought a second car. It's got to be a minivan. I got to get my minivan. Yeah, get it back. Goodness. Well, Matt, this was amazing. This was a lot of fun. Um, I gotta get you on. We'll. It, I'll get you back on here again. You, me, you, me, and Matt. Oh my gosh, that would be hysterical. We can talk about Peking Duck. It'll be great. Yeah. Oh, yes. And. That one- making was oh goodness was that the three of what did we make at your house that one time well we did the garlic cheese grits the one time yes oh no we no we're gonna save this for when you get mad on because we got to talk about the cakes oh my yes yes junior year the the battlefield project yes okay yeah we'll we'll definitely save that that's for, for another time that is indeed for another time uh, I'm pretty sure you don't have anything to plug. That's not like a dig, but I, I feel like y- you are not. You don't have a lot of social media presence. Uh, you know, I need to bring it back. Um, I did have an uh, at Matt N Music on Twitter or at DJ Upbeat MN because that's my DJ moniker. Oh, <laughs> I DJ weddings. It's fun. So if any of your listeners need a great wedding DJ, I'll travel. There you go. Perfect. Um. And then, you know, I'm looking at some different possibilities now because I've got my office here. So maybe I'll start posting some like drumming stuff. I mean, honestly, dude, you could probably put it out there. Be like, hey, I can teach you drum lessons over Skype or something like that. Sure. I I can. That's tricky with lag. Oh, yeah. Drum lessons. But if you do, if you do search um, Matt Nielsen music on youtube you'll find a couple videos of me playing some musical theater stuff and playing oh the Cirque du Soleil audition demo hardest thing I've ever played oh my gosh well I mean just send me all those links I'll put them in the show notes for this episode yeah and uh the people can find you that way uh once again matt this was fun this was so cool this has been fun and hey yeah we can call me anytime because we all have lots of time now we do we do have a lot of time now um so this has been uh what do you want to talk about and we will see you guys in the next episode this has been a night of the living geeks production for more information and content visit notlg.com.